a sequel remake. Welcome to prequel sequel remake. It's so good to get back in the booth. In the back in the booth. Back in the booth, or like in the studio, like when it's like. You know, in, studio in booth, yeah. doing the voices for Aladdin, it's like, <laughs> featuring the return of Robin Williams <laughs> as Genie. Like, oh God! He left back uh, in '93 over pay disputes, so he replaced him. Yeah, with, with Dan Castellaneta. Homer. Dan Castellaneta. Oh, hey, hey, Al. <laughs> Some movies don't exist. Let's pretend they do. It's fucking up our own own tagline. What's well, the tagline? It shouldn't exist. What did I say? Yeah, I've always you said, said don't, said, don't. <laughs> Some movies don't exist. Some movies shouldn't exist. Yeah. Some movies need to quit smoking. Uh, <laughs> Ever since uh, I was a little kid, I <laughs> wanted to quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a little boy, I was dreamed of getting addicted That's, to smoking. We okay. were made guys, but Polly, he could never be. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I love. Okay. I loved the ma- mask talks. That was my favorite part by far. The whole chance exchange. Hey, maybe we should. Uh, let's do. Let's do <laughs> Goodfellas. Some movies shouldn't exist. Let's pretend they do. I'm Peter Hunter. I'm Desmond Ports. And I'm Scott Hanshu. And welcome once again to the original prequel sequel remake oh my. podcast <laughs> um, uh, for our show. Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one and only. Take no substitutions. Yeah, um, this is the podcast where we do what? Uh, well, we we uh, we take movies um, that don't have uh, prequel sequels or remakes. Oh, yeah. Ah, and then what you do know we those. Do? You know, you know, there's a couple of them out there. Yeah, yeah. But and, then what do we do after that? Well, uh, just to belabor the point a little longer, uh, we write movies for them. The prequel sequels and remakes. In fact, one of us writes. One of those each time. One of e- those, those each time. Each time. Each time. Each time. Each time. Each time. Yeah. Each time. Yeah. So if, you, if you're you're not familiar with this side of the show, this is this is the uh, well, that's why I mean is like this is the the main cast, you know, and this isn't the talks. This is the meat and the taters. Okay, this is the the main event. It's the the carnitas and the chicharrones. As the mm. leading names in. Fan fiction. <laughs> let's just <laughs> yeah, let's just spell it out. We'd there, like to yeah. present to you today's episode of prequel sequel remake, Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Good Burger, 1997, <laughs> directed by Brian Robbins. Uh, it's worth noting he directed some real fucking pieces of shit. He did. Uh, Ready to Rumble. Uh, the Perfect Score, which I actually regard as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, it is. It's terrible. Some kids try to steal the uh, sc- uh, the answers to the SAT test. It's terrible. And Norbit. <laughs> um, that's Academy Award winning film. Norbit. What makeup or something? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Rick Baker, the guy who did uh, American Werewolf in London, did Norbit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Um, the tagline cracked me up too. I wrote it down. Um, it's all that, only juicier. You know, playing off yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah playing off the show. Yeah. Starring Keenan Thompson, Kel Mitchell, Sinbad, Shar Jackson, and Abe Vigoda. He's not dead yet. Uh, the Godfather's Abe Vigoda. Yeah, I mean, Aust- is he, he played Otis? Otis, yeah. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. The fry cook. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. He's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Why, why are you bragging about Godfather's Abe Vigoda when you have planes Sinbad? 
Simba has <laughs> has is right at home in this movie. Oh, he definitely. This is the type of shit I think of when I think of Sinbad. Yeah, well, it's, it is. Yeah. It truly oh, it yeah. is. It is a prototypical it, it, Sinbad piece. Yes, making yes. making race you know remarks in a kids movie. But they're also like really safe race remarks. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Keenan and Kel jump onto the big screen in this feature film adaptation of the popular All That Sketch. Keenan Thompson plays scumbag high schooler Dexter Reed. But who cares, because we're all just going to call him Keenan anyway. <laughs> After wrecking the car of his teacher, played by Sinbad, Keenan must take up a summer job at a fast food joint, Good Burger, where he befriends a colorful cast of employees, including the eccentric Ed, played by Kel Mitchell. When mega-chain Mondo Burger opens across the street, Ed and Keenan must concoct a plan to bring Goodburger out of the grinder and stop Mondo Burger's douchebag manager Kurt from running them out of business. Bam! Bam! Uh, Saved you ninety minutes. The burger uh, hits the fryer. What do we all think? Um, I really liked this when I was nine years old. That's. Exactly. That's the yeah. point we make here, and I don't know. We'll, we'll go into our our, our critiques yeah. or our, our specific points of the movie, but we just let's get it all out in the yeah. open. This yeah. is the uh, this is only good if you were nine when it came out. Basically, you know, what I mean, um, when I heard that we were doing Good Burger for prequel sequel remake, ah. I was like, oh yeah, Good Burger. I remember that. Yeah, pretty much. It That's it. Starts with a uh, with a this joyous feeling of uh, nostalgia, like for for uh, all that, which was an awesome show when I was growing it up. It was, yeah, and like that Nickelodeon yeah. humor, and it just goes on for like seventy minutes. <laughs> right, it's too long. Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely too long. There's there's one sequence in this movie that I thought was like five minutes long, and then when we I rewatched it, it was like, oh my god, this is like a third of the movie. <laughs> like, well, um, so yeah, no, that was the asylum sequence because you know this is a movie about a burger chain. Oh boy, got to have a good asylum sequence. Got to have, got to have a one flew over the cuckoo's nest reference. Gotta yeah, get, that in weird. get it in there for the children. Just, the, yeah, the children love Ken Kesey. They love Jack Nicholson <laughs> features from 1978 and George Clinton. Yeah, George Clinton also for the children. Yeah, love. Uh, Crazy dancer. But a little context yeah, in case yeah, you're not. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why it, we'll get to the yeah, asylum because I will. want to talk more on that. But yes, in case is. you're not acquainted with um, all that or Keenan and Kel, uh, all that was a children's sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon for a long time, mm-hmm. and it was really funny. It was great in that sense of watching like a child's talent show. Yeah, a very yeah, talented. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, what I mean, there's no rewatchability there. I don't think. No, no, uh, no I've no. watched it. Like it's been on before, and I've been like, oh, and but to see and, kids doing comedy, and it's just like you know. It's a little bit grosser than a lot of, like, I don't know, say any Disney fair or other stuff. Right, Lots right. of bodily jokes and just, like, lots of slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, it was great. It was great. And Good Burger was one of the sketches from it. And it would usually feature heavy wordplay. Uh, uh, lots of literal, literal interpretations. Boom. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, Overtly literal. And That's just, the joke. Uh, Kel would play a surfer bro kind of fast food burnout uh, employee. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and a, a colorful cast of uh, people would come through, usually the guest stars or whoever, uh, get food. There'd be mix-ups and hilarity would ensue. And yeah. it works fine as a sketch. Yeah, it's yeah. actually, that's probably why I got made in a movie. It's probably one of the better sketches of the show. They were going to make Ear Boy. 
no. Ear Boy or, Ear Boy. or, or the, the Pizza Face. Or well, that's the, that's part of Ear Boy. Uh, yeah, that's part yeah. of Ear Boy. Okay. And then uh, the the French dude who takes baths. So. Pierre Escargot. And then um, every, uh, vital information, vital information for your everyday Yeah, yeah. I was saying though, she's got she's got a lot of range. I don't know. I think like she was a little underused in the movie, but I think she's a little bit older than everyone else on the show too. Could be. Yeah, yeah. She yeah could be. Maybe not much. Not that much, but yeah, we could definitely see it. Key and Keller are definitely like 20 in this movie. Because um, this show was going on, or this movie came out while Keenan and, the Key and Kel show had started. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, because you know, I'd be wondering, I was like, man, why the fuck did they put Keenan in this movie? Like, you know, he's not funny. He's not funny. Uh, that was Kel's sketch. I don't think, I don't remember many appearances from Keenan in the Good Burger sketches. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I feel like all he of probably, the players showed up there. He, sh- he probably showed up here and yeah. there. Um, obviously, the association is going to be stronger for their Keenan and Kel show. At the time, I had to check the date yeah, to yeah. see that Keenan and Kel was on because I never really thought of them as a duo when they were on all of that. I think Good Burger kind of was the didn't that launch into the Keenan and Kel show afterwards or Keenan and Kel show had been on at that point okay it had been which is why he says his catch uh, Keenan at one point says his catchphrase why why Uh, yeah okay yeah and as a kid I'm just like yeah (laughs) he said the thing I remember the line from the Uh, show that show's so fucking funny uh, full disclosure there was a time in my life where Keenan Kel I thought was like the funniest thing oh. on the planet. Oh, and me too. I thought that was like top tier comedy. I'm me like, too, man. Like I remember the uh, Keenan Kel holiday or uh, Halloween special. Two heads are better than none. Yeah, man. The, like movie. It was like an extra like twenty minute block or something. Yeah. It was a bit longer. And then there was the cousin Skeeter ranch crossover. Oh, which man. if you know me, I love ranch crossovers <laughs> and cousin Skeeter and cousin crossovers. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? Cousin Skeeter was quality uh, snick yeah. entertainment. Oh man. Uh, oh, and so you know, bad. just talking about this film, I, I love. Uh, um, and that movie, this movie starts evoking that feeling, and I just get bored. And I made that point already. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, there is a. Um, I was looking it up. I was like, have there been any sketches with them uh, together, Keenan and Kel, as a good burger? And there there was, but it was only for this uh, Jimmy Fallon reunion <laughs> oh sketch. I, which I, I looked this up. Did too. you? Yeah, you watched it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. it's, it's sad. It's just. No, no part of it's funny, and like Kel's clearly way older, and it's like, oh boy, we're all still doing this, uh, but like, of course, like as soon as Keenan walks out on stage, you, you know, standing ovation, whatever, and then like, he's like, he breaks the fourth wall. It's like, oh, you're not even like the funny guy in this yeah, sketch. So you're going yeah. to be the straight man, but I'm gonna play it up for laughs. He's dressed as a construction worker, right, and he's right, like, yeah. I'm gonna order a good burger, and it's just like Jimmy. you're just doing the same shit you did on that fucking show. 20 years ago. And and Jimmy Fallon's doing the same thing he did on SNL. He's just standing with the other person there and imitating exactly what they do. And so like so Jimmy Fallon and 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 Kel are behind the yeah. counter and they're both just doing the same thing and it's like yeah. So Keenan and Keller, uh, they're, they're relaunching all that and Keenan and Keller I guess are producing. Oh, so it's the second relaunch of all that. Yeah, there was that other one, wasn't there? there? Was. Didn't had, watch it. It had Jamie Lynn Spears on it. Hmm. I was watching the Amanda that. show. That was that was. It, I felt like like the spirit of all that flowed into the, the, that yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Amanda was a powerhouse. She, she was fucking uh, yeah. uh, triple threat. You know, it was like yeah, she'd be fucking maniac, super sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, is why she got her own show. Right. Was, wait, yeah. was, did, was did Amanda ever intersect with Keenan and Kel, or was she part of that second wave of all that? 
No, she she was no, she came in during the second season. Okay, like she was like the start of the second season was Amanda Bynes. But anyway, we've talked yeah. probably <laughs> quite enough about the <laughs> cultural <laughs> impact. Uh, Bye, listeners under the age <laughs> of twenty five. Goodbye. They were long gone. Peter. Goodbye. They were long gone. I want you back. I'm sure you're so sick of hearing about how good nineties new. Uh, oh, this isn't was. good. It was just like it was good for us. No, like, it's yeah. it, the, the live action Nick stuff was is is. Just Best left in the past. <laughs> yeah, let it you know, go. Uh, uh, we, we recently went through a lot of Hey Dude. and <laughs> uh, Yeah, let's say uh, that show hasn't aged well at all. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, at the White Elephant Party, I uh, <laughs> very insistent on uh, winning that Hey Dude uh, full series set. And uh, it is good to have it in the archives, but uh, yeah, watching it. It's, it's pure trash. Well, it's basically unwatchable. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel better, the pineapple I won started molding two days later. But that wasn't a very good pineapple. It was not a good pineapple. It was started molding two days yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> not a good pineapple. <laughs> uh, well, where are we? Um, yeah, so let's look about the characters in, uh, well, this great movie. Um, <laughs> yes, the, um, the obviously, pineapple. Ed is, is one of the main characters, played by Kel Mitchell. He's the... Central character. He's the pivotal. He is the only character. He's the only fucking character in this movie that <laughs> matters at all. He doesn't have an arc or anything. No, no. he doesn't have an arc. That's nothing, that's what's great about him. We said everything Ed. we needed to say about Ed. He's a burnout fast food employee, and he takes everything literally, and that's just his whole shtick. That and sometimes it, yeah. he'll be super random and just hilarious, and just is. He's just so great. It's true. This this was the perfect <laughs> time you, in comedy for wait, Lol. Do, so random. Do you uh, do you actually think Ed's funny in this movie? N- no. Okay, Ed, Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed I, was, loses, I was wondering. For Ed, a Ed's the funniest thing Ed does was knock that little girl over and drag her by her head <laughs> on that in by the uh, jump rope in the beginning. It's just super like violent the way that that happens. Oh. You, you didn't like how she kept accidentally assaulting Carmen Electra. Oh, Roxanne. I yeah. think I was looking at my phone during that part. <laughs> but I do remember that from being a kid. What, there's a little golf thing going. D- that yeah. part is right? super weird. So basically, weird. the Mondo Burger guys whore out Carmen Electra. To the go. Mondo Burger guys, which are in the neighboring fast food chain that want to put Burger out of business, you don't need to yeah. know anymore. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Uh, anyway, there are a bunch of douchebags who get way too much screen time, honestly. Oh, man. Um, and so it's super weird because, you know, Kel is supposed to be like a teenager. So there's this whole subplot about them whoring out their female employee to go, like, seduce Ed to get the sauce recipe from him. And the hilarity is that he doesn't give her the recipe. Yeah. And he kept accidentally hurting her. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? Why, why did this, why is this an element of your story? This is, it just felt kind of creepy. It was just like. Yeah, it was uh, isn't this supposed to be like a kids thing? Why is there a prostitution subplot? Yeah. She gets she gets on top of him at one point. Yeah, no, like, oh, it's, it's not. It's like, I want, not so I, subtle. I want I want you, Ed. And he's like, oh, this is not okay. I want to work at a burger joint <laughs> <laughs> all my fucking life. <laughs> um, uh, so that there, there's that's Ed for you. Yeah. yeah. There's a uh, Dexter. Who's uh, Keenan? Who's Keenan? That, it's, uh, that's it. It's just Keenan. He's just Keenan. He's a scheming yeah. piece of shit. He's a, yeah. lying, fucking Judas. He's very entitled. Thinks he deserves everything. Takes his mom's expensive car out without a license. Starts driving it around. Like, crashes into hella, Sinbad. Yeah, exactly. Like, crashes into Sinbad's car, and then like that's what like you said in synopsis. That's why he has to get his good burger job. Well, actually, he doesn't get a good burger job at first. He has to get a job. He gets 
gets a job at Mondo Burger first, and he can't even like put a hamburger together. Oh wow! Oh jeez! Oh, oh, oh no! There's oh, man. Oh, I'm not, def I'm not defending the institution that is Mondo Burger, but I mean I have to say it's like you really didn't put forth much, much effort. <laughs> no. hey, you know, I Mondo Burger may too. be a faceless multinational corporation, but at least they have standards. Okay, <laughs> at least there's some standard of uh, you know food safety and quality. I mean. So I would say if you want to work in a burger restaurant, you should be able to stack three things on top of each other. Honestly, it's one of the easiest fucking things you can do. It's bad. It's on assembly line. You're not even cooking it. Like you're just getting like made patties, freshly grilled patties. And you patties that look like logs of fucking shit. <laughs> Especially the bigger they get, it's like this looks like a big, big brick of shit. Yeah. So like. Mondo Burger's whole thing is just make the burger bigger. And I just ne never, I, I never got that even as a kid. Like that's never equated to good. No. Uh, in fact, it's like if you get a nice, thin, meat? like perfectly made patty, it's yeah. like awesome. You don't need that much, like fucking. You don't need a big hunk of beef. In fact, no. Yeah, like I often prefer the thinner patties to the yeah. big hunks. I, yeah. but I, I also remember being like sixteen. It's like yeah, I'm gonna get the fucking pound burger. You know, from like some, you know, a restaurant that would offer that. And it's yeah. like it's never that great. Getting no, something that big. it never is. And you get that four by four. Where it's all thin patties. Yeah, uh, yeah, not, not a bad deal. Yeah, yeah. not a bad deal. Getting that burger. Keen's plan is to pay off of like two car payments over the summer, which I just think is so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I did the math. And it is not mathematically possible. No. Unless he was working 60 hours. Was it was like four months or something. Well, that's three, it's three months. He said, and he said six hours a day, six days a week at uh, $5 an hour. So it's impossible. What? Oh, really? His math where he was taking random amounts of little French fry holders and putting them on the counter to, to signify each thing he was counting off with just oh, handfuls of I didn't even them. notice that scene And it was just work. like, oh, boy. really, you don't think the math is off there somewhere? I, uh, you know, of course. He's a schemy, stupid little piece. Of shit. Um, yeah, and, he uh, sucks. He's uh, and he's like extorting Ed because Ed is so starved for friendship that Ed is willing to pay Keenan for no good reason. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a cut of his profits. Spoiler alert Ed ends up making a fucking sauce with full of who fucking knows all sorts of stuff but everybody loves it and, and then Mr. Bailey is like hey we're gonna give you a cut of the, the money we're making Ed for making the sauce it's like you would, you would not never fucking make a ten cents on the dollar for making a sauce at work. Like no, it never happened. Come it's on, proprietary. Yeah, he's just making it's just a, some mixture of mayo, ketchup, and fucking like relish. Well, yeah. he says the only things he actually discloses are lemon ketchup juice. and lemon, lemon juice. juice. However, there are several recipes for Ed's it's sauce on the internet that you can find. Some of them look it. okay. Um, um, but yeah, a little, maybe a little sugary, a little orange for my yeah, taste. It, it kind of looks that. like if you ever put um, if you've ever put animal style fries under a broiler, kind of like that's kind of the color the sauce becomes. But I mean, I'm not gonna equate. I mean, he put malto meal and like whole pickles in that stuff. The, it's yeah, probably it, not very good. The whole onions, whole pickle. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. goofy. Whoa! Space work. Space work. It's like. You're not even. You're not even gonna cut that up. <laughs> so the, the sauce is used. For, they use it to like combat Mondo Burger, Who are uh, big ass which burgers, is very yeah. interesting to me. How Mondo Burger's like opening is akin to a, a fucking like nightclub. Like a, like there's the press there, silver right. jackets. It's, it's so like, weird. Every it's, people there are just like they eat these tasty burgers. Uh, it's like it's just a burger restaurant. Who cares? Um, who comes dressed to the nines to go to a fast food burger restaurant? Not, this movie like there's not many set, sets. There's like the Good Burger set and Mondo Burger. 
Yeah, you know, they go to the asylum and stuff. Yeah. And, like, and the they, no, line. but yeah, this movie, they don't really go anywhere. <laughs> no, in this movie. It's, it's just it. like Good Burger and the place across the street, and then the roof of the Good Burger. <laughs> yeah, the roof of the Good Burger <laughs> with that forced character development. Oh my god, that! Oh my, god, I hate no, I didn't have that. A, you know, moment. I didn't have a dad. It's like okay, okay, uh, Dexter. Thanks. <laughs> now it's like fifty minutes into the movie. <laughs> You're a human being now. You've been scheming the entire time. And this is literally after he extorts this person who just desperately wants some sort of human connection. Yeah, he extorts like, him for the, the his, his sauce money and is just taking a shit ton. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. A lot of people grew up without a dad, and a lot of them aren't dicks. And then, uh, you know, his, uh, just like the... Totally unrealistic and for you know unjustified uh, Dexter's love interest with uh, Monique. Uh, yeah, uh, which is yeah. just she, ridiculous. She hates him until the plot dictates that she shouldn't anymore, and then she's like, you know, I was wrong about you, and kisses him. It's like, what? Yo, you weren't. So you I was absolutely wrong. Right. I was wrong about you because Ed likes you, and because Ed likes you, and Ed's such a great guy, you must be a great guy, and it's like. So now this fucking scrub ass dude, you're just all of a sudden all over and attracted to like, I don't know. It's yeah, it's no. very forced, it's obviously. Total, yes. It's a little scrub. Uh, like, and back, back to fucking Mondo Burger. Like, how like, far does the corruption it, okay, go? It, it, it obviously goes to depths that are far, far deeper yeah. than the plot of Good Burger. Are because connected, yeah, the, okay, the kid who's running it, like. He must be like uh, Scott, a child of a pile of money because he's the same age. As, he's like the the boss of, of it, and he's the same age as fucking Cal or Keenan. You know, they look the same. I, I feel like that dude has to be thirty in the movie. I don't know. I I, I even as a kid, I never saw him as a kid. I saw him. Well, as he's an adult. supposed to be occupying the role of an adult. I don't know, but it's just like. Kurt. They Kurt. they get away with everything. So Mondo Burger and after after the sauce you know blows up and the fickle ass customers all rush back over to Good Burger, uh, you know the they were like, oh well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna sneak in and put poison in the sauce, which is like shark poison. That's a fucked we're, up but, like that's so again with kids movie. That's a fucked up kind of. We make all the dude. customers very sick, and yeah, they get caught by uh, Otis. Who's played by uh, Abe Vigoda? Uh, who's sleep, sleeping? Sleep, there, sleep which is actually there. one of my favorite parts. It's like I'm yeah. sleeping. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna call the police. There's a couple Abe Vigoda line deliveries I kind of like. I, I love Otis. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love yeah. Otis. I That's my hot jacuzzi. Yeah, <laughs> I should have died years ago. <laughs> uh, like yeah, I thought that was pretty... fucking hilarious as yeah. a kid, and I'm glad that actually held up. Yeah, yeah. To me. Uh, uh, but yeah, and so so not only did they get away with that. Completely, because uh, the Monoburger people get Otis and 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 Keenan and Kel committed <laughs> in an institution. No questions asked. They all thrown into the same padded cell, which is not, not protocol. Yeah. So I don't know what's check. going on here. Zero Some percent check. crooked ass asylum, which it's probably most of them, honestly, but. Yeah, like I always thought that was weird as a kid. How does the Monoburger people pull this off and? Why are they so interested in in squashing Good Burger? You know, it seems yeah. like they've got a pretty good. They don't have to do anything. You know, they're just already there. They already won. It's like, yeah. it's like without any foul play, like you're already I, making like, already, money. The, more people were going there. Yeah. Good Burger service is awful. Yeah, Why, I, deserves yeah. to close. Capitalism should crush Good Burger. But, like you have Good Burger is probably a fucking shit restaurant. Let's be honest. Dude, yeah. It looks it's, terrible. Yeah, the, the 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 line cook. Crushes a fly with a spatula and then eats it off his face and continues using the spatula. And yeah. I, it's like I didn't think about it until well, this watching, but it's like what kind of fucking fast food joint would like 
ha have to have a, a delivery vehicle, a like, novelty delivery uh, yes. vehicle at that. That's delivering a struggling fast food restaurant. Like you're delivering one meal with like 15 employees. There <laughs> are so many people working at Good Burger at once. This is like Shaquille O'Neal was in town and had to have had to have Good Burger. Uh, oh yeah, right. Just, just oh, the, the scene where they run and hug Shaq. Yeah, like just just right in there because it's Nickelodeon. It's like, yeah. We gotta have one for the kids. I, I do have to say that the something super amusing to me is the big reporter interviewing him is someone from UPN. Really? <laughs> yeah, and like the big UPN logo is like that's oh, true. This I saw is that. Such yeah, a yeah, 90s. UPN, yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know. There used to be a channel called the WB, and there used to be a channel called the UPN, and they joined together and made a channel called the CW. Oh, are those the two that joined? Yep. Okay, oh, yeah, no no shit. UPN's not around anymore. Yeah, okay. the WB isn't either. Yeah, I know the WB yeah. is. I, I, I always thought the CW was, a, was just rebranding. I mean, it was when they joined together. Yeah. Okay, yeah, anyways. whatever. Um, yeah, so you're now, welcome CW, for Arrow. CW, shows are awful. Um... But some of them are good. Some awful. of them are good. Awful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right well, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's I guess, you know, uh, in the end, uh, uh, you know, um, Ed, in the midst of Keenan and Ed breaking into, you know, okay, Monderberger's got some like weird poison additive or uh, whatever. Triampathol. Okay. Yeah. Is that? A, did you look it up? Is it a thing? Uh, it's not. Okay. It's called triampathol. Okay. Well, anyway, they go into the breaking into it, and uh, uh, Ed, in all of his wisdom, decides you know the best course of action is going to po to poison the other customers at their store back. So it's just you know trading poisons <laughs> for poison. I, it's, it's weird, and it, and it ends up working out. Um, it causes explosions. Yeah. Massive, uh, massive explosions. Yeah. All the meat gets all big and it's bubbly and weird, <laughs> and it's Nickelodeon kids and blah. It's gross. It's gonna be slime. It's slime. Um, look at all the slime on his face. The super like unrealistic giant burgers that explode into like what even as a child was clearly foam rubber. Foam like, rubber. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just Ed gives that whole like uh, speech that he's reading off of cue cards oh about the uh, the justice system <laughs> at the end there. Like it's just very disjointed and it's like I get the joke. But it's just like, get it. Know, He's really smart. But the actually. performance is so not convincing. It's oh, like, definitely not. It's, it doesn't. Work. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I guess overall, I just I, I thought that I, I I guess I see the choice of the villain, but I thought the execution was was not great, and there was a little too much of it throughout. And I don't know. There's definitely some. It's like why wasn't Kurt another SNL person? Why wasn't that Josh? Yeah, why was Josh Servers? He like, had to be Fez or Fizz. Fizz, Fizz. Like, Ugh. which he, to be two, fair, one or two lines. He and... does his fucking Josh Server, th Josh Server thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh hey, uh, he's there. That's always what that guy did on that fucking show. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I'd be hell of hurt if I was that guy. That guy was super funny on uh, uh, all that. All that. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, but like, he, Josh's was, bits. It, but wasn't he one of the? Wasn't he also one of the writers? For this, for for a good burger, I could have no. sworn I saw that he I don't was think also. So. He's Keenan anyway. Kel's age. I wouldn't imagine uh, it, but maybe. Well, regardless. Um, um, so, a, a quick couple of facts that I looked up on the movie, just to cap it out. Um, uh, this is the only live-action Nickelodeon show to receive a feature film. Uh, Snow Day was apparently reworked from a Pete and Pete film ah, that was planned. I would have um, wanted that so much. I loved Pete and Pete. That's yeah, one of the only nineties. Nickelodeon shows that's legitimately yeah it was really, really weird and really bizarre funny. somehow yeah I'd, I'd, I'd like to actually take a look at that again I yeah. just feel like there were you know in general more people taking chances on creative people you know in, in the earlier days of it whereas 
it's not not as much anymore. No, no. You know, at all. Oh no, no. Uh, and so something a show like that can can could have gotten produced because it's just like I don't know. Yeah, you're the creative guy. You make it up. And now everyone's like, no, we have to know exactly what's being produced. And you know, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, less than Jake performed the song. I'm a dude <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is really <laughs> <Yeah>. awkward. <laughs> it's the film to be Linda Cardellini. Good burger. I like Linda yeah. Cardellini. Yeah, she's great. She's a pretty charming. She, she played the. Uh, um, What's her name in Heather in, 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 Heather this, in the in Asylum? Heather is only a crazy girl could like Ed. Um, yeah, but but yeah, she did she did a great job actually. There was in fact a sequel of sorts to this movie. Oh, there was a sequel novel. Oh, uh, Good Burger to Go. It of was course. going to be produced, but they didn't. It's like a junior uh, novel. Oh, um, I couldn't get it delivered to me in time for this podcast. That's unfortunate. Um, so I, I was going to read through it all, but um, I'll just let the Amazon <laughs> book review speak for itself. Um, I love this. I'm reading a book called Good Burger, and I rate it. Fi- I rate it five. The reason I rate it five is because it's really funny, and so are the characters. Those t- <laughs> these two kids go all the way around the world just to give a man back his change. That was only two cents. When they get there, they meet up with two thugs that try to rob them, but it didn't bother Ed because he thought it was a game, like when the thugs told him to freeze, and he thought, <laughs> and then they told him to put their hands in the air, but Ed didn't because he was frozen. <laughs> Ed said in order for him to put his hands in the air, they'd have to unfreeze him. I thought that part was hilarious because Ed thought it was a game, but it wasn't. <laughs> Those are all my reasons for rating this book of five. Oh if gosh. I had a chance to read the book again, I would. If I had a chance to tell somebody to read this book, I would. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's, ringing endorsement for oh, Good man. Burger to go. Uh, 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 Amazon Book Review number two. <laughs> oh my god, this book changed my life. <laughs> I teach. No, a, no way. That has to be fake. Oh man. I Do you know a, the date from that? Uh, probably recent. Yeah. Uh, I teach a philosophy class at <laughs> Yale, and I always assign this book on the curriculum. What? Oh my god. We have a long and passionate. <laughs> we have long and passionate discussions on the moral quandaries that the characters face. I once made love to a woman while reciting passages from the novel, such as Kel's monologues in Chapter 3, regarding his love of ketchup, which I interpret as a parable for our current conflict with Syria. <laughs> Get your tissues ready. <laughs> I mean, All right. that's obviously a fake review, but it's an A-plus fake it's review. It's a fake yeah, 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 yeah. I love a good, love a good yeah. uh, fake review. Yeah, uh, yes. The other one might be, too. You know, might be but, yeah, it's, but it's more subtle with the first one. Yeah. It's almost like, could be real. Yeah, like Yale professor's like immediately at the gate. He's like, okay, okay. come Dude, on. Dude, you have to unfreeze me. <laughs> Yale professor, like, I'm going to write my review of Good Burger to Go on Amazon. Uh, all right, so I think general consensus if you grew up in the 90s, you probably watched this movie. Otherwise, don't watch but, this movie. But even if you grew up with it, you don't need to watch it. You don't not, really. For me, straight up, don't recommend it. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, there's no redeeming quality, really, about Good Burger. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Ditto. You could probably yeah. there's probably some YouTube compilation of like all of the good parts that's like two minutes long. Watch that. You know. Could be. If you like Sinbad mugging around, just watch Houseguest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which it, we have yet to do on the show, actually. We, we have yet. I, 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 you know, surprising. Phil Hartman's last movie, unfortunately. Yeah. Houseguest with Sinbad? Yeah. 
I, I can't. The, I can't. I can't think of that movie. The cover is yeah, just like you him. You can't think like, of him. Yeah, him on the cover. I can think of First Kid. It's him, just like. Oh my God, First Kid. I mean, <laughs> it's not far off. It's really. It's basically the same idea. God, Sinbad was in so many movies. We get some Sinbad going. We, do. we yeah. don't talk about we Sinbad. Are, yeah, we don't. We should do Shazam on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, that movie that exists. Yeah, but let's pretend exists. it does. Yeah. Exactly. I'm I'm uh, Skeet Hunter. I'm Skeet. I'm Hat Hanshu. I'm. Pesmond Mortz. That's, no. uh, <laughs> so let's get going. We'll be back right after these messages. Right after. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, there's no messages. So, I mean, I. No. There's no fucking messages. All right. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Oh, Mr. Bucky. All right. Well, so this round, uh, spoiler alert, Peter's got the prequel. I do. I do. Thank you, Scott. Um, I just want to say I stayed very true to the source material. I wanted to retain the integrity of the work. Oh, and um, this went places. Oh, good. good. Yeah, well, we're great. ready for that's that great. journey mm-hmm. because we're not ready for uh-huh. a destination. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Title: Time Sliders. <laughs> Directed by. <laughs> who cares? Seriously, who cares? I don't. Tagline: Time slides when you're having fun. <laughs> Synopsis. Synopsis. Future Denver, 2001. The streets are lined with human skulls. It's honestly laying things on pretty thick, but film is a visual medium, so sometimes you gotta go over the top with it to save some screen time. A cold and vicious robot foot crushes an oversized skull to dust. The foot is affixed to a giant titanium bun with sesame seed topping. The ruthless killing machine? None other than the Mondominator. The heartless robot hums its triampathol-fueled turbines and releases a barrage of fried onion bullets with special ranch sauce. Chief Lieutenant Commander James Edison, Kel Mitchell, leads a squadron of hyper-soldiers over Sausage Fountain Hill. He ushers his troops into a safe house, but it's too late! A hidden mod dominator drone emerges from the ground below and coats several troops in delicious queso ranchero sauce. Their flesh is melted from their bones in delicious umami flavor. (laughs) Commander James Edison shakes his head in that really disappointed action movie way that no one really does in real life. You know, you know the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't hear me doing it just now, but... Like yeah. <laughs> what? You made a little banana noise yeah. right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the final non-cheese-soaked soldiers enter the safe house, and Edison slams the door behind them. He looks around him to see a general array of sadness and demure attitudes. Children are roasting cardboard over an open fire. Elderly women are huddled together, crying with stock crying sound effects. Puppies are still puppies, and therefore still cute. How did it come to this? It's been three long years since the total overthrow of society from the malevolent Mondo Corp. <laughs> sure, you could have easily predicted the seed corporation Mondo Burger overthrowing all fast food competition, but the entire world government? Those burgers really were too big. Edison can remember the simple days where children attended school without fear of being diced to pieces by heartless French fried automatons. He was just a child then too, moonlighting at a hapless local burger spot called Good Burger. It all seems so distant now. He pulled an old wrapper from his back pocket and blazoned on the back were the simple, gentle words. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? A single tear rolls down his cheek. 
Suddenly, a gentle dust-covered child tugs Edison on the hip. The research team wants to see him. The old research room is covered in wall-mounted keyboards and CRT monitors. Sure, children are eating hot cardboard for sustenance, but let's suspend our disbelief about the technology here. Chief Scientist Harold Ramis, as portrayed by John Leguizamo, is sitting in front of one of those old printers that prints papers in the full reams with the little what's-its on the edges, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that you had to rip off later and you would make into little balls and maybe you'd throw it in the trash, but usually you just ball it up and leave it on the table. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, okay, good. It's not just me then. No. Anyway, uh, scientist Harold Ramis points to a bunch of readings on the monitors. Significant readings. What do they mean? Well, Edison, my years of toiling away on my reverse time matrino formula finally come to fruition. In English, Doc. It means I've located the exact point in history that the success of Mondocorp has stemmed from. That's all well and good, Doc, but what does that mean for us? As you know, we've recently intercepted a series of Mondo machine communique. Well, we now know for certain that they've developed a prototype time vortex. Only kick, it can only transport organic matter back to an earlier point in its timeline. So it's useless for machines. Precisely. But it ain't useless for us, bucko. I don't follow. You see, Edison, you were right there. You were in the middle of it all. Ramis explains that while Edison didn't have any effect on Mondo Corp in his original timeline, if he was sent back with the knowledge he has now, he'll be able to stop the Mondo Burger apocalypse. Edison cocks a shotgun seemingly for no reason other than to punctuate a cut to an action montage. Cut to an action montage. Shoulders strap future guns to their future armor while some sort of blade-esque techno dribble blares in the background. <laughs> Dr. Ramis and Edison point at maps aggressively. Jets are fueled. People are giving thumbs-ups left and right. Heads are nodded. It's all pretty intense. Edison, Ramis, and the soldiers board a jet and head for Mondo HQ. The Mondo complex is truly a sight to behold. Uber-futuristic and chrome, but still somehow burger-themed. Okay. The vulnerability is here at the ketchup barracks. Is that the red thing over there? No, no, that's the barbecue barricade. The soldiers creep into the back of the ketchup barracks, narrowly avoiding guards on the pickle parapet. The courtyard is lined with Mondominators in patrol formation. Edison gestures for like two of the soldiers to go to the left and like four to go to the right. The Mondominators spot them instantly and begin their French onion barrage. Soldiers are dying left and right in gruesome and delicious action. There's no way they'll be able to last long. Edison spots a Mondominator drone behind him and gets an idea. He draws its attention just until the moment it loads its Queso Ranchero cannon. Before it fires, he runs betwixt several Mondominators. The drone melts them all with its weaponized southwestern-style cheese sauce. There, buddy. The time vortex is over there. Just in front of him, Edison can make out a super sciency door. That has to be it. Remus and Edison dip and dive through some pretty cool fast food action which I won't describe. Once they're in, Ramus slams the door behind them. They finally secured the time vortex. Okay, buddy. There's something I didn't tell you about this here time vortex. What is it, Doc? Well, if you imagine a brain is like a burger patty, this thing is, well, your brain is going to be more like a slider when you travel back in time. My, my brain is like what? Like a, like a time slider. Are, are you kidding me? Look, it's the first iteration of time travel, buddy. It's not going to be perfect. Are you telling me that I'm going to be a moron when I travel back to my younger form? <laughs> I'm going to level with you. Yes. <laughs> You'll be really, really, really dumb. Basic functions are going to be impressive. 
You're probably gonna take a lot of stuff literally that no teenage human possibly would. Ugh. I'm sorry I never told you, buddy. But what would you have me do? I'm trying to avert the burgalicious post-apocalypse, okay? Sure, you're gonna be a bit of a putz, but it'll spare the lives of so many innocent people. Remember the folks who got melted by queso ranchero sauce? That's not gonna happen. That's pretty neat, right? Edison weighed the thousands of nacho cheese-related meltings with the prospect of being a barely functional dumbass. The choice was obvious. With a single flick of the switch, the vortex hummed to life. Remus gives Edison the thumbs up, and he hops into the vortex. The world goes dark. Sounds shriek between the highest and lowest pitches imaginable, and Edison opens his eyes. He can barely remember anything. He sees his bedroom, a hectic collection of sight gags that no one would actually have in their actual bedroom. <laughs> I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah. ass joke house. Your peewee Herman ass fucking bedroom. <laughs> he looks down. He's dressed in his good burger uniform. Clutched in his fist is a good burger wrapper, seemingly far too old to be in his possession. In his other hand, there's something else. A simple name tag which reads, I am Ed. The end. Yay! Yeah! yeah. Awesome, Peter. They have prequel, sequ- pre-sequel. You can yeah. consider it both. Y- yeah. Y- y- awesome. Yeah, yeah. It explains... Time sliding. Why the fuck this I human like being acts, act, acts like this? I was literally halfway through the movie and I was like, I'm gonna, my movie's gonna be all time sliders and I'll figure it out. Later. There's that show Sliders, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, which, yeah. which is about traveling between parallel dimensions, so it kind of fits. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Why do you call it Sorry, sliders? Sorry, Jerry O'Connell. Because they're, they're sliding. sliding and it was the 90s. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Just sliding. Slide on over. God, there's actually a lot of relics of the Sliders 90s are like are small yeah. hamburgers, right? Exactly. Okay. That's why if a brain's yeah, like yeah, a burger yeah. patty, his brain's gonna be like a slider. Squish. <laughs> Very small. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. A lot of fun with the puns and shit involving cheese weapons. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Mondo Burger's just taking over. Yeah, it's, exactly. Because, uh, like, they clearly have aspirations beyond... Fucking Terminator 2-ass burger <laughs> machine. Like, yeah. Much. That's, like, that's the logical end of the hamburger right there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, but um, I actually don't see any reason why yours can't be canned with what happens in my sequel. Oh, so that's actually, great. I'm actually kind of stoked on that. Yeah, right. we'll oh. talk more yeah. soon. Yeah. So. Right, very great. soon. All right, great. Well, not before the trivia. Exactly. And, and the stats. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, rotten tomato <laughs> score <laughs> and, and the stats. <laughs> we gotta know. We gotta know how this thing was received. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. We have to know the logistics behind time sliders. <laughs> Otherwise, the show is a wash. And we'll burn it down. Everyone's favorite part is this part. Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> Critics, 58%. I would have rated it higher if it didn't make me, like, starving for fast food. Like, I'm trying to, you know, watch it. And you know it's bad, but it tastes so good. Diet Quitter, USA. Audience, 75%. Queso Rancho sauce fucking rules. <laughs> Dr. Test Audience, Productonville, USA. Budget, $50 million. Expected gross profit, $350 million. Actual gross profit, those few fries that are left at the bottom of the bag that are totally fair game, even if you didn't order any fries. Mm-hmm. Trivia. Nice and greasy. Queso Ranchero sauce doesn't exist, but should. Hmm. Kel Mitchell trained for 17 years to get in shape for this role. <laughs> Keenan Thompson asked to reprise his role, but no one returned his calls. Oh, man. 
Uh, Josh Server was maimed to death in pre-production. Oh, no. Rest in peace. <laughs> by what, like a burger burger dog or something? Um, probably by a Mondominator. Oh, hey, I'm fizz. <laughs> And, uh, and that is that's time oh, sliders. Excellent. excellent job, Peter. That is time sliders. I'm glad you got to have some fun with it. Because yeah. I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, yeah oh, she was thrilled about prequel. Oh, it's man. a good burger. When I got prequel, I was like, oh, it's... It's, it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be a technical prequel. Technical prequel. Technical yeah, prequel. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we didn't need to see Ed growing up. No. Yeah. Ed looking at his dad's fucking Playboy. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. <laughs> Why are they wrestling? <laughs> That looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All uh, right. Before we get um, you down that beaten path there, let's uh, go over to the sequel. The sequel. We're ready to roll. And the sequel this week is penned by Desmond. Spoiler alerts. Desmond. All right, well, I mean, I was going to say. I thought you were, gonna cut, uh, you were like, throwing it to me. No. I was going to the paper, not you. Okay, I well. I didn't read your lips. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, well, read my lips. No more prequels. Uh, anymore oh. for this show. Oh, really? Next show is fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But for this show, we're not going to have Okay, good. I was hoping, you know, sequel remake isn't as catchy. Hey, what's up? And it's sequel time. And the title is Good Burger to Go. It's, it's the two. It's number, yeah. number two. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, or it could be Roman numeral. Yeah. 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 But then people will be like, good burger, I, I go. Yeah, that's, but that's, <laughs> yeah. Could, could work. Let's stick with that. Directed by Mill Road Capital. Uh, ta- <laughs> tagline one. <laughs> tagline one. I hope you left room for seconds. Tagline two. The game is the game. Uh, <laughs> great. Synopsis. We open on a black and white shot of the Good Burger parking lot. 20 years later, it's even more rundown and unappealing than before. <laughs> Dexter Reed pulls into a parking spot sloppily, driving a red 1995 Nissan 300ZX, a hand-me-down car from his mother that he wrecked in the first film. It does not appear, does not appear to have passed smog. Dexter begins to open the car door and takes a deep pull from a flask of vodka. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be here today, he mumbles. He shuffles toward the door, haphazardly putting on his uniform. Life had not panned out as Dexter had planned. Seeing as how he was still working in fast food, Monique went off to college and stopped talking to him altogether. This was Dexter's first and only relationship. Damn. As Dexter begins to open the store, he notices smoke billowing from the kitchen. He runs in to find his boss, Mr. Bailey, now played by Jerry from Parks and Rec. Yeah! Dexter! What the heck are you doing here? Bailey quickly tries to hide the gas can he's holding behind his back. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I was at a hunger man dinner, so I came here for early breakfast. What about you? I thought you didn't come until noon. Is that a gas can? Uh, uh, uh yes. For the grill. For the grill. <laughs> come on, Dexter, we gotta get out of here. The two scuttle out to the street. Eventually, the fire department is called. Police arrive and begin questioning various staff and Mr. Bailey. Ed arrives on one of those hoverboards. You know. Those. <laughs> I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Hey! Ed clumsily collides with Bailey, and the two men fall to the ground. Damn it, Ed! Watch where you're going! You're gonna kill someone on that thing! Whoa, sorry, Mr. Bailey. Huh. As Mr. Bailey gets up and dusts himself off, we see a folded-up slip of paper fall out of his pocket. Ed picks it up and returns it to his boss. Hold on, Mr. Bailey. You dropped your piece of paper. Ed unfolds it eagerly. You wouldn't want to lose this 
Recently filed insurance policy. <laughs> the police began to look suspicious at <laughs> Mr. Bailey. Yeah, we really, uh, really need to come down to downtown with us. And like that, it was curtains for Good Burger. Bailey was given 10 years for insurance fraud, <laughs> and all the Good Burger employees were transferred to the Good Burger Express location in the airport. And that's where our story begins. <laughs> Six months later. We fade in on Ed, on his knees in the break room, weeping as he looks at a picture of Otis. Gone, but not forgotten, my friend. You... You wasn't focused. <laughs> Otis then walks into frame and rests his hand on Ed's shoulder. Yeah, what you doing, Ed? Oh, hey, Otis. We zoom out of the picture to reveal, reveal it as Otis's Employee of the Month photo with a memorial picture of Dexter directly next to it. Flowers set underneath. Yep, Dexter's fucking dead. Just pay my respects to Dexter. Seems like yesterday he was here with us. Ah, tuberculosis too. What a shame. <laughs> Lost my second wife to it in '98. You had a wife then? Yeah, 1898, kid. Whoa. <laughs> a customer walks uh, up to the counter. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Uh, yeah, I'll have a uh, Good Burger in order of uh, good onion rings. Could you make it snappy? I have a flight to catch. Ed begins snapping his fingers frantically. What are you doing? You said make it snappy. Uh, oh, no. Oh. Ha. Ed then serves the man a tray with a catcher's bin on it. What the hell is this? Oh, because I said I had a, a flight to catch, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The two men just stand there for a minute. So what, are you going to serve my food, or is this some fucking joke? Uh, no. The customer grabs Ed and leans in close. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself, fucking slacker? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep all of this. Yeah, keep all of this. Why don't you fuck yourself, you fucking slacker dickhead? Go to fucking Rubio's. The next customer comes to the counter. A man dressed in a long black coat with a limp. It's Ed Harris, Sabretooth. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the... Why don't you go on in? Give me the good chili fries, extra onions. I need to have a talk with your colleague. Okay, good chili fries coming right up. Ed walks off to prepare the order. Sabretooth moves in and begins to address Otis. You really thought you could run from us? (laughs) 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 What are you talking about? I've never seen you in my damn life. I know who you are, Salvatore Tessio. I know you were a trusted capo in a very powerful family. Oh my god. You cannot escape your past. You took the oath of the Omerta. And what do you want from me? I'm an old man who makes burgers. Luckily, I come not to harm you. My employer wants one thing, and one thing alone from you. And what's that? Ed's secret sauce. He won't give it up, but it's the only reason he hasn't been shit-canned. Besides, you know, it's some assortment of mayo, ketchup, probably relish. I mean, I mean, what else? My employer wants the recipe for its unique healing properties. <laughs> this time tomorrow, or you're dead. Do not forget your Sicilian ancestry, Salvatore. 
Okay, one good chili fry, extra onions. Ed presents the order with three whole onions on top. Keep it, son. I'm going fucking Rubio's. <laughs> Rubio's Baja Grill. <laughs> not a sponsor. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, call us. We won't say no. Uh, yeah, just the, 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 the director was basically the owner of Rubio. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that the credit capital? Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Sponsored by Rubio. Good homework. Lots of good homework. Um, <clears throat> Sabretooth slinks off. Ed, you're going to give me the formula for your secret sauce or else the mob is going to kill me. No way. Dexter told me to never give up my recipe and then tried to scam me out of tons of money. So I guess I should listen to him. I'm a marked man, Ed. I'm dead, you hear me? Dead. I don't want to die. They're going to make it hurt. Maybe I can be of some assistance. Ed and Otis look up to a woman in a long yellow trench coat, flashing a badge. It's Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh. Harriet the Spy. Agent. Harriet? Whoa. Are you some kind of spy? Ah, oh, sorry. Mm. I just stepped all over that. That's you. That's a tad reductive. She takes a hard drag of her cigarette. She appears disheveled and fatigued. I'm fucking Interpol. Maybe, maybe we have a chat in back, gentlemen. The two fast food bozos just kind of freeze. Harriet, losing her patience, flashes her piece. Now. She leads them to the back room. Fizz, played once again by Josh Server, as wide as ever, intervenes. <laughs> He's now manager. He sports a miserable fucking little mustache. You know I don't have the emotional capacity to handle these guys up here. Oh, sorry, Fizz. Just one sec. In the back room, Harriet breaks out a dossier file and throws it on the table. Ed Harris's picture attached. I've been tracking the one called Sabretooth around the world for years now. He's an assassin, negotiator, fixer, you name it. If you have the coin, he'll do it. Ties to multiple crime organizations around the world. Currently under contract with your old boss, Salvatore. But what do they want with my sauce? I mean, it goes good on everything. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, when he comes to get the recipe, I'm going to snipe him. I'm going to snipe him good. <laughs> so keep calm and keep him distracted. <laughs> the, three, the three then disband. We see Fizz having a mental breakdown as a massive cluster of customers build up. The next morning, as usual, the crew opens Good Burger Express, one of the finest airport dining experiences imaginable. Sabretooth arrives like clockwork. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? No, God. Give me the fucking formula, kid. Harriet the Spy looks through her sniper scope from a distance in the airport. I really don't know how all this is going down the airport. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I but I digress. <laughs> it's fucking good burger. Harriet smokes and begins to load her rifle. One bullet is all I carry. One bullet is all I need. She loads her single bullet to take aim, her sights on Sabretooth's head. She squeezes the tri trigger, only to be interrupted by Connie Muldoon, played by Laurie Beth Denberg. She obnoxiously asks for directions to her terminal, distracting Harriet. Missing your chance to take her shot, Sabretooth now sees Harriet. She's in a fucking yellow tracksuit. Jesus. <laughs> and realizes the setup. He hisses and runs off on all fours. Breaks through the glass window and onto the runway. Come on, Harriet. Uh, oh, wait, that's Ed, not Ed Harris. <laughs> Come on, Harriet. We have 
have to catch him. Ed hits a button, and then he, Otis, and Harriet fall down through a fancy chute into the burger mobile. Ed fires up the engine, and, the race through, and they race through a long garage until they fi- finally exit onto the runway. They can see Sabretooth sprinting in a feral rage, grabbing onto the wing of a plane. Harriet takes many shots at him, barely missing him, but still aggravating the beast. Ed takes out a flail and knocks Sabretooth off the wing of the plane. <laughs> he crumbles to the pavement, battered. Harriet walks up with a gun pointed at him. Any last words, Sabretooth? <coughs> You'll never be one of us. Pure blood. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your nine lives have run out, kitty cat. Harriet aims the gun at Sabretooth and shoots him in the head. He falls limp. Whoa, that was all pretty horrific. Thank you, boys, for your help. You'll never know the lives you saved today. Uh, my heart is probably going to give out. We should uh, definitely go to Rubio's and inspect their heart-smart uh, meal plan. I could definitely go for their fish tacos. Or the value menu, chips and salsa. <laughs> such a great restaurant. We should go there now. It's such a great re- It's such a great restaurant. We should go there now. <laughs> Gee, Ed, you know, what is your old secret sauce recipe anyways? You can tell me. Oh, yeah, I guess I can trust you. It's simple. It's not so fast there, Ed. The group looks up to see a dog standing there. It's Eddie McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you're a dog. I was a kid, a bad kid, until one guy. <laughs> I was a kid, a bad kid, until one day this guy turned me into a dog. Turn me into a dog. <laughs> he motions to Ed Harris, who morphs into that guy who turned Eddie McDowell into a dog. <laughs> we hear the faint echo. Better get starting those good deeds, Eddie. <laughs> I've been tracking him all over the world, trying to get him to lift my curse, but now it's too late. Ed, you can't give up your sauce recipe to this spy. What do you even know about her? She helped us defeat Sabretooth. No, Ed, she wants your sauce recipe. What do you know about her employer? Well, nothing, I guess. Harriet raises her weapon. All right, boys, fun is over. Ed, hand me the sauce recipe you conveniently keep in your front pocket. Ed hands it over. Without protest. <laughs> My employer will be pleased. Sorry, suckers. Harriet jumps on the wing of a taking off plane and is gone. Now, what the hell was that all about? Later, we see a shadowy figure sitting in an evil lair, pawing at a glass of scotch. It's Kurt of Mondo Burger, dressed head to toe in leather like Albert Wesker. <laughs> Harriet enters and throws down the sauce recipe. I've retrieved that which you seek, master. You've done well. Now, to fulfill my end of the bargain. Kurt throws down various Rubio's coupons, which Harriet accepts happily. The end. Yeah! <laughs> That's a good burger to go. That, that, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. It fucking is. Well, to go to places. Uh, so apparently the actual sequel novel is about like, Ed having to return um, some spare change a customer left behind. Um when they and they go international or something he follows them like across the world across Europe oh my god yeah <sighs> that's pretty uh, that's a pretty trite premise sounds dude exhausting. you know it's like you know it's just like him messing with the English bobbies yeah you know and like yeah. uh, where's the pizza yeah leaning tower it's you like know. an even worse Euro, Euro trip yeah exactly it sounds like yeah it should be about the FDDA uh, uh, <laughs> shutting down uh, <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> scores, critics, 80%. Uh, Mill Road Capital slams it out of the park with the third film in their Rubio's trilogy, the finest food film yet. Mo Green. Audiences, 48%. I thought I wanted this, but I'm 34, and child sketch comedy writing did this no favors. <laughs> Drake Bell. Budget, $20 million, and the Rubio sponsorship. You know. Yeah. Estimated gross profit, all the millennial dollars. Actual gross profit, $16 million. Following the trend of sequels to comedy films 20 years later... No one really cares. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And good call. Justifiably. Yeah. Justifiably not doing well. <laughs> no one really cares. No one really cares. Well, that was excellent. And that was so great. We've, we've had a lot of fun tonight so far. Um, and we did the prequel. We did the sequel. <clears throat> that means there's only time for one more Thing we're gonna leave on this the episode. Best note possible with our remake as yeah. performed by our resident Scott Hanshum. Spoiler alerts. Uh, I wrote it. Oh. Yeah. So without further ado, let's jump right in. It's not a remake, it's a spin-off! Yeah! Alright! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking tricked spin-off us. Spin-off surprise! I like that, I, I like do. that though. Yeah, if, um, for those not familiar, when we have a, ever have a guest on this show, um, we let them pick prequel, sequel, or remake, and then one of us does a spinoff. You know, that can be anything. It could be a video game. It could be a stage show. It could be a line of action figures. It could be a breakfast cereal. Who knows? It's a spinoff. It can be whatever. And Scott's surprising us here, but honestly, I'm glad he did it. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to. We don't need to retreat. We need a remake of uh, Good Burger. Yeah. That was definitely my line of thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we shared it. <laughs> 24 hours to Good Burger and back. <laughs> Produced by the Food Network. Okay, great. <clears throat> I'm Chef Gordon Ramsay, and once again, I'm driving around looking for crappy restaurants with weak chefs to rightfully scream at all across America. Oh my god. Look at this fucking meat, man! Look at it! With so many eateries closing their doors, I know I've got to do what it takes to turn these restaurants around with my high-budget team of interior decorators, chefs, and top-of-the-line cookware that these shithole restaurants would never be able to afford in any lifetime. So I'm only giving myself 24 hours to either completely gut and redecorate their entire operation or shut their stupid restaurant down forever. Worst fucking restaurant ever! But when people know I'm coming around, they tend to better their behavior. So I've taken to spying on them for months in disguise, so they won't know it's me, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a fucking biker. Vroom, vroom, motherfuckers. I know that if I can't recondition these stupid people to be less stupid in one intensely stressful period of time, they've got no chance of ever running a restaurant, ever. I'm just a fucking failure, Gordon. So you're just going to give up then? I don't know what else to do. And I've only got 24 hours to turn these places around. Because my producers were tired of spending a whole week in these bullshit little towns. <laughs> right now I'm headed up to Burgerville, a quaint little town in everywhere America known for its urban sprawl, foot fetishes, and of course, burgers. A staple of the town is Good Burger, an old-fashioned burger shack that has fallen into mismanagement, disrepair, and a bizarre sort of food-based freak show. And for some reason, I've given myself only 24 hours to fix it. But of course, it's going to be much more entertaining if I go in disguise. This week, I'll be in full Popeye makeup, 
surrounded by off-the-clock fishmongers. <laughs> I fucking am what I am. Right now, I'm headed down to the fucking wharf in my boat car to pick up my salty comrades. Hey, all aboard, gents. The sea refuses no river. Well, I hope you're in the mood for a bunch of fucking spinach. Yeah, uh, just joking, guys. How does a fucking burger sound? Yeah, sounds pretty good. As we pull up outside Good Burger, I start to wonder if I made a wrong turn and wound up in the red light district. Look at the fucking lights on this sign, my word. We gotta see if we can get a lap dance while we're in here, yeah? <laughs> From the moment I stepped inside Good Burger, I could feel the vibe was seriously off. There was a line to the door and no one at the register. A foul odor lingered in the air. You guys smell that? The air is dumb. Yeah, it smells pretty terrible. Whoa! <laughs> Pardon me, is that Kareen past you at breakneck speed on my rollerblades? Haha! <laughs> yeah, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? By the time we were actually sat at our table, service was slow out of the gate. Employees were either wandering from station to station or sat about the dining room chatting with friends. It's like no one fucking works here. Look, they're all running about. And look at this fucking decor. These lamps haven't been changed out since the gold rush. It's like a 50s diner had sex with a Viking hall. The menu is littered with options that any burger joint worth their salt should be able to manage without any problems. But the wording of their menu is already causing me to have serious doubts. Look at this. Everything is good, good, good. Good burger, good fries, good weenies. It's like it was written by a fucking psychopath. Good chunks, whatever the fuck that is. It sounds appetizing, yeah? By the time we're placing our order, I'm already starting to feel nauseated from the overpowering smell of death and decay wafting throughout the restaurant. Uh, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Hi, Didi? Is it Didi? What is this awful smell? I'm not sure, but it's worse in some areas. Can I take your order? Please. Um, of all the good things on the menu, what's your favorite? Oh, I don't know. I'm a vegetarian. I guess I like the pickles all right. Vegetarian? Why on earth are you working in a burger joint? I'm paying off a ransom. I need to get paid under the table. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, uh, can I take your order? Uh, yeah, I'll have a good coffee, a bowl of the good chili, and a large fries, extra cheese. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll take the good tacos, um, a good chick witch, and a slice of the good pie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll take, uh, good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll take, uh, good. <laughs> Why am I kind of, I'm getting into a different voice. Are you trying to do Popeye? I'm trying to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take a good burger, oh, no. good fries, a good shake, and a side of the good pickles. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We'll them together then. Exactly. It was very As is customary after placing an order, I begin to look through the seats for loose change. Uh, look at all this nasty crap in here. Holy fuck. I mean, this is a fucking human ear. Whoa! Oh, thanks for finding my lucky ear. Whenever I need good luck, I just sing into my lucky ear. La 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 la
As the food begins to arrive, my shock and disappointment begins to increase. All right, we got your good pie here. They brought you the pie before tacos and a chicken sandwich? How is it? Uh, it's still a bit frozen in the center. Everything else is piping hot. Microwave pie. Fuck me. Is that ice cream on the side? Mm. No. I don't know what that is. Maybe vegetable shortening? Disgusting. If this wasn't bad enough, my horror only increased as the remaining dishes came out. Cold, clammy french fries. The so-called good chili looks like a fucking diaper. Look at this orange sauce all over everything. What is this? What on earth is this? Looks like some kind of neon paint for model trains. Milkshake is off. Oh, look at that. A huge fucking clump of hair. Just dreadful. The pickles? Actually quite refreshing. Nice crispness. Good vinegar. Nice. Well done. All right. Moment of truth. Let's see how good this good burger is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the meat's gone sour. And dry. Sounds like Bear grill. And old. <laughs> and sticky. And it's also fucking raw! <laughs> this has got to be the worst cup of coffee I've ever had. And how is the good chickwitch? It's not good. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, bloody hell. It's fucking raw. This could kill someone. Don't take another bite. I've had enough. All right, everybody. I want you to stop eating immediately. Knives and forks down right now. What's going on here? Oh, what's going on over here? Why is there a sailor man interrupting our service? <laughs> I'm not, in fact, a sailor man. That's just what I fooled you simpletons into thinking. You'll notice as I dramatically remove my cap, my corncob pipe, and open my right eye, that I am, in fact, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Whoa, that's Chef Gordon Ramsay. And unfortunately, the Popeye arms were permanently implanted, so they're here to stay. <laughs> Nevertheless, I'm appalled at what me and my fishmonger friends have all been witness to here tonight. As of right now, this restaurant is shut down. I'd like you all to follow me out into the parking lot. Wow, cool, whoa, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This big fucking truck is awesome. It's badass. You'll never have it. Never. I'd like you all to take a look at this video we've been recording of the employees without their knowledge and various close-ups of shots of filth in the kitchen. Spoiled, rotten meat. Chefs using their tools to kill bugs and then using them on the food. Cross-contamination everywhere. Cashiers handling food and money. Stealing cash from the till. Employees swimming in the fucking milkshake machine. Strawberry jacuzzi! Uh, that, that, that shake looks so <laughs> gross. Oh, it does. It's like gelatin. It's, it looks like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> doesn't look like ice cream. It doesn't. Isn't that, it's not thick at all. No, it's bad. I mean, I honestly don't have any words for what we've all just seen. Well, Chef, it may not be your cup of tea, but our customers love Good Burger. It's just ever since that Mondo Burger opened up across the street, our sales have declined. Hang on a tick. Are you honestly trying to hang everything we just watched on Mondo Burger? You're fucking deluded, man. You need a serious fucking wake-up call. 
or else this business is done. I'm surprised you haven't been shut down already. Customers, tonight, your meal is on the house. But I want you all to come back tomorrow night to try the new and improved Good Burger. Staff, get on your phones, call your loved ones, and tell them that you're not going to see them for the next 24 hours, if ever again. <laughs> back inside the restaurant, I've gathered up the staff for another round of tongue lashing. <laughs> Maybe if I berate them more viciously, the truth of their own inadequacies will sink into their thick skulls. Staff of Goodburger, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. This place is the most nauseatingly pathetic shithole I've ever seen. After what I just witnessed tonight, I don't even think a diseased maggot would even consider eating here. So who's the general manager? Uh, that would be me, Mr. Bailey. What's your first name? Eugene. And how about I just call you fuckface? Because I sure as shit won't you be calling you mister anything. I can't even count the number of ways you're running this operation into the ground. Well, that's your opinion. Excuse me. Well, that's your opinion. Lots of people love Good Burger. That's not my opinion. That's the fucking truth. I don't even know where to start with you. You're in denial and you're a pathetic sack of shit. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the food. The burgers. Ugh. Good burgers, huh? You ought to change the name to Worst Burger. Absolute shit. I mean, it's a fucking burger. Who's the chef here? Oh, that would be Spatch. Spatch. Uh, sure. Uh, okay, Spatch. Uh, do you have any formal training as a chef? What the? Did he just fucking grunt at me? Well, Spatch doesn't really talk. You hired a chef that can't even fucking string two words together? What a fucking joke you are. <laughs> oh, man. It's going in on Bailey. Really Bailey. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying this, but fuck it. I think you should probably die soon. <laughs> oh, my God. If there weren't all these fucking cameras around, I'd be inclined to put a bullet between your eyes. Honestly. Jeez. I'm this fucking close. <laughs> Okay, moving on. The motherfucking sauce. What on earth is that? Ah, uh, it's a sauce that Ed makes. Hang on a sec. You got the cashier making your sauce. I also do deliveries. Uh, oh my. What is in that sauce? Uh, well, you start with some ketchup and some lemon sauce, mix in with powdered milk and whole pickles and onions. <laughs> Ed! Ed, no! Don't say it on TV! I'm sorry, who are you? Me? I'm Dexter Reed, a very important member of this establishment. <laughs> yeah? That's why I see you sitting at the table all fucking day drinking a diabetes-inducing level of milkshakes? <laughs> Mr. Fuckface, this guy is just dead weight. Cut him the fuck loose, or you might as well castrate yourself right now because you are no man. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. We're not, we're, we're not Keenan heads in this house <laughs> at all. Nah, it kind of sucks. He uh, does suck, but not one of us, like, incorporated him in any meaningful way no. to our Good Burger supplementary... I mean, what are you talking know. about? He's, he's in mine right now. He's in it, but he's it's like... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, dude, uh, right. No, it's okay. Uh, coming back, back to it. Uh, Dexter, you're fired. <laughs> oh, come on, Mr. Reed. Get out. Fine, then. I'll just burn out in the parking lot on my way over to Mondo Burger. What a stupid little brat. Okay, the rest of the food was absolutely atrocious. Except the pickles. Who is in charge of the pickles? I make the pickles. 
It's an old family recipe. I still use the same brine my grandmother brought over on the Mayflower. <laughs> Come here, you. Give me a hug. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your pickles, old man. All right. Like I said before, we've only got 24 hours to turn this place around. While my team and the staff help to strip the interior, I want Mr. Fuckface and Spatch to come in with me into the kitchen. This oven hood. When was the last time it was cleaned? <laughs> oh, I asked Spatch to clean it months ago. Months ago? This thing hasn't been cleaned ever. If this catches fire, the whole building goes up with it. What's this? Oh, no, no, that's foul. This meat is rotten. Can you not smell that? It, it, it doesn't smell good. Look at all this meat, man. Come on. There must be close to a ton of meat here spoiling in this walk-in. It's like a fucking sauna in here. Look, the meat's all sticky. Are you putting fucking glue on the meat? Well, the, the glue is a preservative. I mean, we've been cooking the burgers and then freezing them in the glue before they go bad. Before they go bad? It's all bloody bad already. You want to see where all your money went? Look no further. Why haven't you fixed the walk-in? We... I... I can't afford it. How deep in the hole are you? 60,000 at least. Wow. This place really is on the verge of collapse. What are you doing with all the teenagers running around here? I mean, aside from Otis with one foot in the grave, you're about the only adult in the building. What kind of operation are you running here? I can't work with adults. They want too much, like fair pay and health insurance. I have to pay the kids off the books. It's the only way I've been able to keep my head above water. Fuckface, you're already underwater. You're fucking drowning. What you're doing here is illegal. You could be arrested. If you weren't the owner here, You'll be fucking fired in a heartbeat. Oh, well, uh, I I'm not technically the owner. I'm just the general manager. Hang on a sec. If you're not the owner, who is? Well, technically, Ed owns Good Burger. <laughs> Ed? The fucking cashier? The strawberry jacuzzi guy? He inherited the business from his family after they all passed away. Oh my. How did they go? Food poisoning. From another restaurant. Pretty sure. <laughs> That's terrible. And yet, it all makes so much more sense now. Ed, may I have a word with you? Oh, hey, what's up, Gordon Ramsay? You're the fucking owner here, right? Fire this man. Ha <laughs> ha, whoa. <laughs> hey, Mr. Daly, you're fucking fired, dude. <laughs> you're a real disgrace, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> Ed, why didn't you fire him years ago? I honestly never thought about it before. I mean, it's like, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. We spent the rest of the night training the staff with the new menu and the new top-of-the-line ordering system. With only an hour before reopening, it's time to show Ed his brand new restaurant. All right, Ed. Say goodbye to that awful, flashy good burger sign. Say hello. To worst burger. That's worst with an E. Fucking sausages. A beautiful sign with a sketch-like font and a matte finish. Welcome to the only French-Italian bistro gastropub in Burgerville. 
Oh, wow! My sign is gone! Ah. <laughs> Let's take a look around inside, shall we? Oh, wow! This is amazing! Yeah! Gone are all the pictures of burgers and sandwiches. In their place, lovely paintings of haunted clowns. <laughs> the dining room has been completely lowered into the floor, like a Japanese restaurant. And now, take a look at this. Hand-cranked sausage makers at every table. Gone are the burgers. Instead, we now have open-faced sausage sandwiches cooked fresh right here at the table. And that's not it. Take a straw, all right? Now put it in that hole on the table. Oh, wow! It's a strawberry milkshake. Gone is the strawberry jacuzzi machine. We had some of our boys in the defense industry whip up a blender to table delivery system. Pneumatic tubing throughout the entire restaurant. Absolutely top of the line. You won't find this at Mondo Burger. Oh, wow. All the vestiges of my family are gone now. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> Good Burger is gone. <laughs> all gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> well, Ed... I've rambled on for six pages now, so it looks like my work here is done. Take care of yourself, all right? <laughs> Thanks, Gordon Ramsay. I just want to die now. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. When I first arrived at Good Burger, it was complete shit. Bad food, bad management, terrible burgers. But in just 24 hours, I was able to completely transform this restaurant into something that barely resembles the original restaurant. Wish I could stick around and see how horrendous things end up, but unfortunately, I don't fucking care. Will Good Burger be able to get back on their feet? Only time will tell. Until next time, Good Burger, and good luck. The end. Yeah! <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, love that twist. Uh, it's very... Uh, Ed just owns the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, Mr... Bailey getting just fucking fucking <laughs> yeah. As, as someone who's watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay reality television, you hit all of the beats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could have made it go on turn. even longer, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not going to. Yeah, man. watching a lot of 24 hours. Helen back, I see. I have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been watching quite a bit. Um, and there it was, set at Good Burger. Yeah, yeah perfect pairing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm oh, glad yeah. you did that. Way, way better. Yes. <laughs> then whatever. Uh, Remake good. Who, who's gonna play Dexter Reed? I don't know. Who's like a black comedian? Who's like obnoxious and mean? Who's young? <laughs> I was originally Keenan? gonna do something like <laughs> Keenan. Just <laughs> yeah, this guy's Keenan in it again. Just have it be Keenan and Kel again. <laughs> just reboot it just now. Remake the <laughs> same movie with Emily Zolder. Yeah, I was gonna originally do like Bad Burger and just remake it, but have everything be the complete opposite of what it was in the first movie. I'm like. <sighs> take a lot of time <laughs> figure out like just reverse every detail um, more fun to write for Gordon Ramsay no definitely um, well yeah well I'm glad you enjoyed it uh, yeah well, let's get some cool. stats yeah just no stats tell us it's a spinoff <laughs> then you know what that was great yeah, yeah. we didn't need the stats anyway and, uh, and shame on me for asking no I know it's everyone's favorite part of the show we probably <laughs> had a lot of listeners immediately turn the podcast off uh, but you know what? It's actually almost time to do that anyway because the show's almost over. The show is almost over. Yeah, and if um, you liked what you heard, um, visit us over at prequelsequelremake.com. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you could hit that subscribe button, give us that five stars and give us a review. That stuff actually does matter and it would mean a lot to us if you did it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. 
Surprise is the fucking bastards fucking rude.